0: Lob Talk Radio.
1: This is the Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. And as always, fans are encouraged to call in at 1 347 237 5506. Please remember to press the number one key on your phone once you're on our switchboard. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to our show from the switchboard. I'm Sherry Garcia. Thank you so much for being here with us today for the Monday Show. with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10. She's also known as the Portuguese princess from Providence, and she's also known as one of the reality stars who give back through charities just as often as her schedule will possibly allow. Michelle Costa gives back through charities in her local community, but she also travels wide and far to do charities, too. Let's play a little intro music for our host. 27th, 2016. Happy Manic Monday, Michelle. How are you today, babe? Hey, Cherry Pie. I'm doing
2: fantastic. I'm excited about tonight's show. I'm excited to talk about Big Brother 18. We are in full effect. Big Brother Uh, 18 is here finally, and uh, we are in the beginning stages of seeing this house go a little crazy already, Cherry. Cherry uh there's yes. been so much going on there's a lot going on as we speak so uh if you're watching the live feed, make sure you just put it on silent and listen to manic monday um we will be here uh with the fabulous jason roy from big brother 17 and we're going to go over the big brother 18 um cast cherry what, how do you like in
1: big brother 18 so far I'm loving it. Um, There hasn't been too many dull moments so far.
2: No, there hasn't. But I do want to say something before we start. I just want to say I'm sending thoughts and prayers to you and Rich and especially little Stella. How is Stella doing? you want to give
1: everybody an update? She's um, resting well. She had a bad day today. Uh, she went in for surgery and had a bad, bad day at the animal hospital. And poor little baby had 15 teeth removed all at once. And Oh, my goodness. I'm not happy about it. Um, I'm quite upset. And so that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, well, you know what, Sherry, I just want to say...
2: At least Stella is home with you and Rich at a safe place where she's loved and adored, and uh, she made it through surgery. That's the most important thing. So we are just glad to hear that she's home safe and sound with you. I want to say that that's yep, the best, best Rich, thing. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I am, we all wish Stella um speedy recovery. So Stella, get better soon, girl. Um, you, I just want to say, what's up? You're welcome, my love. Um, just want to say, what's up to the chat room? What's going on, guys? If you guys have any questions for Jason, make sure you, you type away or myself. We are also going to talk about the amazing Big Brother 18 premiere party that went down in NYC, and Cherry and everybody out there, I hope that you guys saw the pictures, there was a red carpet, there was interviews. Um, so there was a lot going on. Uh, I know there was some, some Internet issues, not within the actual establishment, but the, throughout New York City. So I was trying to, like, send pictures and stuff, and it wouldn't let me send it, but um, everybody got to see the pictures finally when I got some um, signal, along with all the other uh, people that attended, um, not only the um, house guests from Big Brother the U.S. past alums, but we also had a lot of Big Brother Canada people there. So thank you, Big Brother Canada, for coming on down and seeing how we do it in America, party time. Um, and also, if you guys remember last week, uh, I discussed that we're going to be going through and telling each other what our top three is and see if it pans out. Uh at the end of the season. And I hope that nobody has Glenn on the top three. Cherry, you didn't have Glenn <laughs> on the top three, did you? No, no. <laughs> uh, oh, Glennie Pooh, we wanted to see if you could have caused a little ruckus in that house, because I feel like you would have. But um... So if you guys aren't up to date yet, um, before we get talking into uh, the actual cast, we're going to wait for Jason to come on. Um, there's going to be spoilers tonight, Cherry. Absolutely. Uh, what went down in the veto comp and who is now nominated. Um, we're going to talk about this new competition, Roadkill, which I kind of like. I, I even said this yesterday. I like it. I don't know if I was in the house if I'd like it, uh, playing the game. Um, but you could look at it both ways because if you were on the block, you have somebody else on the block next to you. So that you know it could pan out to help you stay safe. But at the same time, it, it's a secret, Terry. Nobody can I know. know. Nobody. What do you think about that? I, I like the fact that if the person doesn't want to tell who it is, who 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 won, and they don't have to, and it's a it's a
1: um, surprise um, uh, nomination. I like it. I. Isn't I think it's it keeping a lot of mystery in the game by them not having to reveal who it is, and that can cause a lot of controversy. Um, so it's yeah. keeping the pot stirred. mm
2: mm-hmm. Stirring that pot, Sherry. Uh-uh-uh. And uh, we obviously saw who won. You know, people are also, you know, speculating, you know, because they're not showing, sure, like, the results of everybody. You know, hopefully who won is who won. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Right. All right, guys. Um, If you do want to call in, and you can get a couple of sentences in between me and Jason and Cherry talking, uh, the number is (laughs) 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 347-237-5506. If you want to ask us a question, make sure you press 1. (laughs) Good luck, I'm guys. Standing. It's like jump rope, you know what I mean? you got to, like, time it right. you got to make sure that the ropes are within the grasp of you jumping in between. Oh, oh, oh. And when not you and are and... it's like double dutch. <laughs> it is double dutch, girl. It's double dutch. <laughs> it's going to be triple dutch, I mean. And, um, you know, we're going to be talking a lot. It's going to be a filled-up night, so if we can try to get um, callers in, just try to keep the question to, you know, one question or like, a, you know, two questions if you could just say it right, right away uh, so that we can get as many callers in if there's time uh, because we have a lot to go over. Um, we got to, we're going to talk about the, the newbies. We're going to talk about uh, siblings, Cherry. Their siblings are there of past alumni Um, which um, there's a lot going on with that already. Um, I actually hashtagged um, hammock uh, gate yesterday. If you guys recall, Tiffany was in the midst of uh, the hammock and the spy girls didn't notice. So I guess they're not really good spy girls. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. For a second, it's a spy girls and there's already a spy gate. I mean, come on. And um, you were going to be talking about uh, who's HOH, which is Miss Nicole, and how it got there. Um, There's the team scenario, um, which split up the vets, but that doesn't seem to really matter, Sherry. Uh, You know, teams are going against their own teams. Um, We'll be talking about the Messiah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry for giggling you guys But this is some good shit we got going on Over here um, there, there's, there's already a oh, The Messiah doing, The Messiah you know And um, I don't know He didn't seem to be walking in, uh, on, on water when he was in the pool today So I don't know what happened there um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're going to also be talking About a showman's a Brewing which is starting I to get to yeah. a little... There's a couple of yeah. them I think might be brewing. Yeah, there is a couple of them. And um, there's already controversy of um, some kind of uh, racism, uh, animal abuse. Cherry, animal abuse.
1: What? I missed yes. this one.
2: Yes, we'll be talking about that Um I I woke up yesterday, and I had all these, like, animal rescues and, you know, abuse of animals, retweet, and all this stuff, and I'm like, what is going on? Now, I I didn't actually visually see what was going down in the feeds you know, but I don't need to because all you people, I'll be honest with you, on Twitter, all all the different groups, all the people that are uh, transcribing the show, thank you. (laughs) Because I just got to go back and just check it out um, and see what I missed. But, um, yes, we'll get into that, Cherry. You're not going to be happy about that. And um, in the past, I think, hour or so, uh, somebody talked about shooting a couple people in there, which is not a good time to be talking about that either. Mm -hmm. No bueno. No bueno. But, you know, um, um, I also did hear that um the house guests when they were in sequester were told about the orlando shooting i think they were told for a reason because they're not supposed to know outside information but i think that that basically big brother was like watch your mouth because there's a lot going on and i don't think they get it you know the house has already eaten them up and they're spitting them out one by one wow that's just a little snippet of what's been going on. I mean, we've seen some pixel costumes, Cherry. I'll be honest with you. I was, I was trying to to look within the pixels, seeing if I stared at it long enough, if the pixels would fall off. I'll be honest. There's some hot people in this uh, Big Brother cast, um, which kind of bothers me a little bit. It bother, doesn't bother me a little bit. Meaning, I'm bothered by looking at hot people. But it's like, did we go to a modeling agency and just pick out, you know, hot people? Because they're ridiculously hot. They are. I
1: mean, The bodies on, the on them, Terry. And some of them haven't watched a full season of Big Brother, I don't think. I, yeah. I could name the ones I don't think have. Um Yeah. I it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think a lot of them, uh I would
2: say maybe like half. Uh, besides obviously not counting the, the the um alumni and obviously not counting the siblings. Because there's there's a lot going on there. Um did you, did you pick your top three, Cherry?
1: Uh I think I've got them Sort of figured out it's hard for me to pick this early yeah i
2: know but we certainly can't let you pick week four i mean the last uh remaining four we can't make you pick top three that wouldn't work out <laughs> 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 so you have to play by the rules like the others
1: i know i know i'm hard, gonna go through a couple calls All right, screen couple calls. You can tell people about what's going to happen next week.
3: Oh,
2: okay, yeah. So everybody, before I forget, and I know you probably have me uh, sharpied into your planner uh, to be uh, listening to Manic Monday, but we all know um, that July fourth is uh, this upcoming Monday, a week from today, and we obviously know that we'd love to celebrate the Independence Day of our country. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do something a little bit different next week. We're going to do Manic Tuesday. Um, so we're just going to move the show to Tuesday just for next week. So um, July 5th, it's going to be at the same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Gives you guys enough time to recuperate. It gives you guys enough time to Catch up on um, Big Brother. If you missed Sunday night's episode because you're gonna party all weekend, party like it's 1999. Um, So if I don't have time to say this, I hope you all have a fantastic holiday with your family and friends, and make sure you're safe. I know a lot of people um, want to set off fireworks or go to fireworks. Um, displays and all that kind of stuff. Just be careful. Be aware of your surroundings. I did go a few years back to a house party, and I noticed that the person that was um, doing the fireworks display wasn't really uh, up to par from what I gather of shooting fireworks. Well, next thing you know, I'm uh, hiding behind a shed watching from behind it, and all the fireworks fell down and sprayed the entire party. People were being hit by fireworks there was men there was grandmas there was young children crying and then there's me behind a shed so just be careful and if you want to light them yourself just make sure you stay far away um, you know don't light it and stand there don't light it with your hand you know just just please be safe um, it's just very important um, so that's my public announcement. public announcement Michelle Yes, Cherry. We have your guest on the switchboard. Oh, everybody, get your tea ready, get your popcorn ready. All right. Well, let's bring up our special guest, who
1: is just. And amazing. we already have
2: a, minute of him.
1: We already have a caller waiting, chopping at the bit to talk to you guys too. So whenever you're ready. Oh my goodness, Jason hasn't even come on yet. <laughs> I know. But let's bring Let him, him up first. Let intro first,
2: girl. He's got to do his first. intro.
1: Here we go. We have Mr. Jason Roy from Big Brother 17. How are you doing, Jason? Good. How are you guys?
2: Oh, we're just a lot better now, Jason. How you doing, babe? Oh, good. How are you, honey? I miss you. Although I, miss I just you saw too. you. I know. I just saw you, and I still miss you. Oh,
3: yeah, I'm having a lovely day. How is everybody's, you know, how was their weekend? Uh, your your fireworks story, girl? See, I don't play none of that. I'd be behind the shed, too. I'm not here for none of that recklessness. The minute the fireworks come out, it's time for Jason to go.
2: Yeah, no, I, I could sense, you know, you just had that feeling, and it was funny because the shed was right near, like, the house. So as soon as those fireworks started, like, going in all directions, they had, like, one of those, you know, like, those metal doors that have, like, the screen, you know, and you can change the screen in the winter and you can do glass. Well, it was screen. Mm-hmm. Don't you know your girl jumped through that <laughs> screen in between the house, and I, I went and I'm jumped not inside. Mad at you.
3: <laughs> I am not mad at you. I am right there with you. you got to protect yourself out here. So I wasn't even thinking that. Yes, 4th of July is, like, here because I spend my whole life just working. that I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, 4th of July. But, yeah, no, I don't do the fireworks thing, girls. Everyone be careful in these streets when they bring them out.
2: Yeah, and not even that, Jason. I went to um, McCoy Stadium in Pawtucket, which is uh, um, the um, the sister team for the Red Sox. You know, they go in there yeah. before they had. And I was there, and they had a fireworks mishap where the fireworks fell and went flying into the uh, the audience, and we were, oh. everybody was running. Oh, so
3: NASCAR, you people getting hit in the face with tires and stuff, girl, nah, I'm not going to see nothing crazy in an arena setting because I am the worst, unluckiest person in the room. If a tire goes flying into the audience or some fireworks come going, they're coming straight at me, girl, and I already know that. Mm Mm-mm. Well,
2: I mean, that's because you're just like, people just, like, attracted to you. Objects are just
1: attracted to you.
2: Objects. (laughs) Okay, Jason. Well, first off, um, uh, thank you for attending the Big Brother 18 premiere party. This was your first year out of the house, and yes. you are now on the other side looking in. Um,
3: first off, what? Um, how much fun did you have at the premiere party? I mean, it was sick. It was so nice and so much fun. I was a little bit, like, completely, I don't want to say bogged down, but, like, I didn't even really get a cigarette break until the show started airing, so like the whole time I was just sort of like talking to fans and taking pictures with fans and signing stuff that I was like, I didn't get any food, and I barely got any of the drinks, and I didn't get a cigarette break for a long time, but I love everyone, and it's so nice to like talk to people and like a lot of meet and greet settings it's a little bit more like a TSA like you, people have to go in and out but I really got time to like chat and spend time with people and I saw a lot of the same fans that come to most of the New York events so it's good to like see the same people again it was just a really great time Um but like every one of these events it's so hot there's so many people so I like sweat it off all my makeup but we'll deal with it and oh my God, yeah, but you I had, had that great
2: stuff. That finishing spray stuff. I did. Stuff didn't I work. actually
3: didn't really, looking at my pictures, it didn't really look like I sweated off that much of my makeup. But in some of them, I'm like, yeah, you look tired. Like the day was long. But it was a great time. I love going to any of these things because, like, I'm a fan. So I'm like a fan just like that wants to buy a ticket like everybody else to meet the other alumni. Plus, it's like my chance to see my cast again and catch up with people. I haven't seen Jace for almost a year, and I spent pretty much the those two or three days that I was in New York with him. So it's good to see these people again and catch up, and then you meet the new people. Like, you don't even know how excited I was to meet Manya. Manya oh, is a God. classic. She is like Big Brother Cabernet. Like, she is the epitome of old vintage big brother and for me to meet people like that although some people i think i didn't even know alex was the dj huh yeah he all the time i was i was in front of the dj booth like signing stuff for mad long and i like looked at the dj and i didn't even like i for some reason i didn't even notice it was him or say anything he probably was thinking that like that rude kid he doesn't know what's going on like no i am i actually know who you are alex i actually watched your damn season plenty of times But, um, and Chef Joe Arvin, I didn't see him at all, but I saw Michelle from Big Brother 4, the original Michelle, Yeah. um, it was so nice to, like, meet those people, and we had a great night. We did. You know what I like about those two, um, when you, you meet
2: people, like, that you've been, like, you know, talking to on Twitter or any type of social media, and you finally
3: get to meet them, and you're like, "Oh yes. my
2: God, I feel like I know you already." And it's like, exactly, it's so cool to especially with meet the, them,
3: especially with Snapchat now, because you have the people that will Snapchat you. So you were, you know, you go there expecting to see some faces, going, "Oh, I know this one's going to be here, and this one's going to be here." It was, it's great. I, it's, it's nice to. Um, meet the social media people on a, like, real person level.
2: Now, I I know how I felt and how I still feel sometimes when I see newbies going into my house and eating my porridge and sleeping in my bed and swimming in my pool. How do you feel? Oh, that don't look like my
3: house, honey. That looks nothing like my house. I know, and honey it was never my house. It was Shelley and Vanessa's house. Please. I paid rent there. My uh, my name was not on the lease. I was someone's boyfriend that slept on the couch for free because uh, he did not have that much stink in that house. But this house looks nothing like my house, but it's, like, so it doesn't feel like my house. I, it does feel like Mike 13 still feels like Jason's Mike, and, like, his place on the memory wall is still like, oh, who's in my memory wall slot now? But other than that, it ain't my house. Oh, shit. Well, it's still my house, even though it looks good. The house is Yo, gorgeous, girls, isn't it? The house is gorgeous. Your house was the ugliest house that they've ever had. No Back offense. To basic. <laughs> go, Back to basics. Go buy a yard sale that and buy a B-W bunch of bus stuff room, and throw it in there. That VW bus room was horrible. That living room, everything was horrible in your house. But in recent years, I hated Sixteen's house. I hated, like, the treehouse theme. I didn't feel like it translated correctly for me. It was kind of like green eco. So there have been more on, like, getting back to the basis of themes, which they weren't really about that for a little while. And in this one, they went full-fledged with the theme. And the, the departures board, it seems to correlate to each of the areas of the house and the bedrooms and all of that. It is very well thought out and very well done but I'm jealous of the pool and the jacuzzi. Yes. And they Although they probably only built that so I couldn't go in the jacuzzi with a cigarette because I was still allowed in that little – the jacuzzi area was in the cigarette blue zone. But now I don't believe it's in cigarette zone, although I don't think I've seen anyone smoking on sheets yet, so they probably don't have any smokes this year. I don't think
2: so. But you know what? My house may not have been pretty. But boy, was there, a, was there a lot of drama in that house?
3: Oh so. yes, honey. The decor didn't wild. really matter. <laughs>
2: and, <laughs> well, enough talk it, about
3: my house. <laughs> Not house, but even with the addition of the sky bridge, it does give the house more of an illusion of more space, or the space is being well used. Where I can imagine in your house, you're you even though we didn't really use that it still appeared as more space in the house. It still made it feel like there was more space upstairs instead of those two little bedrooms you're stuck in with those same people. Especially when you get locked in of course.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely that that's definitely a lot bigger. Ours was just like a little bit of like uh, a chest area and that was it. So um it I know I, I did build the pillow floor up there. So Oh
0: very nice very nice.
2: <laughs> okay, well uh, it was a fantastic time, and um, we got to also go party at Frankie Grande's house, which is absolutely gorgeous. Were you scared of how high we were up? Like I thought it, the view was amazing. Um, it was a little it was, high. You know, I this was the, the forty-first floor. Is,
3: um, I don't, I don't know numbers. He, I didn't press no button on no elevator, but um. I had been there before, actually, when I went to Meg to, to visit Meg in New York at the time, and I didn't know where I was going, and he wasn't there. It was just, like, his friends that were there. But then once I came upstairs, I obviously realized, like, oh, this is Frankie's apartment, and I saw that view in the daytime skylight. Like, it he has the most amazing balcony view over there in New York City, but um, – yeah like his his apartment was very nice going there for the party was very nice I feel like that was a nice way that everyone like wrapped up the night together because it was it can be so chaotic and um to come back and sort of have like just a chill party with everyone sitting around chatting and stuff was nice
2: yeah it was nice it was a, a good way to let your hair down and just relax and you know, because it's hard for us to, you know, mingle in there because we're there to mingle with the fans and everybody. So we got to actually spend a lot of time with each other. Uh, so that was a good time. Um, mm-hmm. All right. And well, I we spent, like, the time. whole
3: next day with Nikki Graham. So, like, I could be happy. what? You hung out What'd with Nikki say? Graham the entire time? I said get um, out. The next day um, we went to go check out, and then we were like, well, Jace, what do you want to do? Do you want to stay an extra day or not? And we're like, okay, yeah, we're going to stay. And then Nikki comes down, and Nikki's like, yeah, I'm checking out, but I'm going to this other hotel down in Wall Street. So we're, like, way farther out of where, like, everything is. But she's like, hey, it's the same price, and I'm going to go down there. And we're like, okay, Cassandra and LaVita come, and they're like, oh, we're going with Nikki too. So it just, we were like, well, since we've just checked out with you at the same time, I guess let's go see what's going on down there. So me, LaVita, Jace, Joel, Nikki Graham, and Cassandra hit Wall Street. And we just hung out all day and drank and had a great time. And Nikki Graham is everything that I ever wanted her to be. She is just the best. And, yeah, it was a good time.
2: Yeah, I got to meet her, too. And I was like, oh, my God. She was just so nice and sweet. And um, it was definitely great meeting her. I know that mm-hmm. you said the first time that you met her, you guys didn't really get to chit-chat, and she was, like, going in no, welding, building, like, banging okay. on, like, with her shoes.
3: <laughs> the first time I met her, like, me, John Party, and Arlie, like, left the club to go meet people, and we, I didn't know, but we were meeting them, like, outside of, like, the Jury Hotel, And they're not going to allow all these alumni into the jury hotel. So everyone's just, like, locked outside. But that's when I met, like, Mitch and Maddie and a few of the jurors from Big Brother Canada. And within this time, Nikki has arrived back at the hotel but is trying to get inside. But since we're all out there, the doors are locked and she can't get in. And as I'm hugging her being like, it's, Nice to meet you. I don't want to sound creepy because all these people might introduce you to us. I'm so and so from BB whatever, and I'm saying like I'm such a fan, like I've been watching you since 2006, and she starts wailing her shoes on the window like. past my head to like let her get let in and I was like okay I think I just like scared the fuck out there like she is so scared right now so I was just like oh like bye like I just like let go and walked away when really it was just like Nikki's drunk and just wants to go to her damn bed and she locked outside with chaos of all these random people that she don't really know so um it was the exact opposite experience to that. I definitely didn't scare her, and we had a wonderful time.
2: Awesome. Glad to hear there was no shoes flying at your head, because
3: I know objects <laughs> are to you. But you know what? The, it, is, it is the fir- per- first perfect, like, seeing of her in person I could have. It's like Nikki Half throwing a Nikki Fit. It was, like, the first way I saw her, and that was perfect. Yeah. Well, it's so yeah, like you it had at fantastic interesting... time. It was an interesting weekend. It was it was interesting to watch BB-18 with people um, because, you know, for me, I'm having, like, a little bit of a moment, not because this is about me, but because this is about my best friend, Davon. And, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, like, here having, like, a little bit of a moment. I'm, like, catching the vapors in a club. When she came popping out that thing, I was like, I knew, but I didn't know. Like, I, I knew in my heart, but, like, she didn't say nothing. But I knew when she would stop responding to me and stuff like that. And I was just like, this is what has to be happening. And I was, not that I pray, but I was releasing that into the universe and praying that that's what to happen. So when her ass popped up out that suitcase or that trunk or whatever the hell shipping crate thing they had, I was <laughs> like, yes like, this this is perfect, and this is exactly what she deserves, this is what everyone deserves, this is what the fandom deserves, and I was, like, having a mild breakdown, and I look around, and I'm like, shit, I almost wish I would have been home right now, because I could have, like, had my little moment at home, and instead, I look around me, and I'm like, let me get a cocktail, because I can't cry in front of all these people.
2: Oh, well, that's awesome, because I know you guys are very close, and... Um, you know, I got to hang out with her and you when we uh, uh, met up at the finale for last year, and we got to spend a lot of time together. So, I was super excited.
3: Um, I so let's am start super talking excited. about big brother,
2: 18, and let's start talking about number one. Let's go with Davon. Um, first off, I'm excited to have her back. I feel like, you know, she got out early last year, and she is back. And she is back to play the game,
1: mm-hmm. and it's on
2: like Donkey Kong, Jason. And yes. for me, her diary rooms give me life. Her I love rooms her diary will rooms. Will
3: always be the best diary. Well, I don't know shade to Brittany Haynes because she's got the other best diary room, but Davon is probably number two. Davon be killing the DR. Mm
2: mm mm. And we already
3: saw her crying. No day. Uh, that that's not you know. that's not a big deal. What day are they on? They probably on like day like ten or twelve or something. Uh, you they might be. I, I'm not mad at them for crying yet. Shit, we had oh. like Dave, I was probably crying on day like four with me.
2: I was tried crying day one, honey. I was crying. You were of crying happiness, day one, and then and I was crying of happiness when I was in the big brother house, but then that all turned quick.
3: Oh, Zeno, you know, I didn't get, like, that that emotion. I just thought – I cried when we figured out that Dave I really had no chance to stay, and then I cried when I got backdoored. But other than mm-hmm. that, I didn't have, like, um, emotional breakdowns like thinking about family and home. And, you know, a lot of people, that's what actually – Really bogs them down. Is they're like w- thinking about the outside world, but I ain't really got that much going on in my outside world, so I just brought my outside inside that house.
2: There you go. I'm
3: I, I'm just I'm an
2: emotional person, period. So uh, I I couldn't stop. I couldn't fight it, especially when it was a phone call and I wanted to talk to my mama. <laughs> See that? anybody just what would want to talk like to my mom
3: from home? And if you think about. Like when I get an HOH letter Or what will be in my letter Or like I didn't think about any of that stuff But um, that's not necessarily a good thing That I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff Because that's the stuff that can drive you on And remind you like this is why you're here It's true It could make you or break you though right And that helps you just never know Anybody will pounce
2: on anything they possibly can Mm -hmm. Okay so Miss Devon is back And so far she's um, She's She's playing up Real nice real nice
3: Devon is
1: not to be played with
3: and Devon knows this game and what me and Devon's problem is that we just fell in love in like who we really were with each other and then we just were really ourselves in general and we we like became too, everyone else saw who we really were, we stopped playing the game in a sense because it, it was clear like our mask had fallen and we were whatever people wanted to think we were so, Devon has a whole new fresh life. A lot of these kids may not really know her and w- know what she's like. And Even if they do, playing that game once, think about how much knowledge in gameplay you thought you had going in. Think about how much you gained actually playing the game. Now, yeah. reshuffle your cards. You've mm-hmm. you got a whole better hand than you would ever have going in. So... um, I think that all the veterans are definitely in a better spot. It is sort of like a second chances group of veterans. They're all people that, like, um, well, they all, like, played and had respective places except Devon because she's out early. But it's almost like when the coaches um, for 14 came around, it was, like, three respected players and Brittany, who had been around for a while but nobody really, like, respected and who was there out of the veterans the longest, other than Dan Giesling, was Brittany. So yeah. I really think that um, Davon is falling into the Brittany spot. She's going to give us great DRs, and she's going to be around for a bit because some of these other veterans should gather more, of a target from these other newbies. Because if I was in there, I think I even said in some of my casting interviews, like put me in there with Frank Audie and he got to go. He can be the nicest guy, but he got to go. So it's one of those things where if I was in there now, these newbies are going to be looking at other people before they'd be looking at day. And that's all we need. Because when it comes down to some classic BB comps, Devon's going to know what to do. Yeah.
2: And I think that, you know what, she also... Um, Last year, you know, obviously with figuring out the twin twist, you know, right away, um, she figured out that Tiffany was Vanessa's sister, but she's holding her cards
3: close to her this time. Yeah, well, I think it seems almost apparent to me that most of at least the eight-pack alliance seems to know that Tiffany is all Vanessa's sister. Because there's just there seems to be too much of like mention of things in front of people. Like Tiffany is talking about how she's met me and Liz and all these people from my cast with Michelle. So I have not seen officially like oh Michelle knows it's Vanessa's sister as well, but she must if some of these conversations are going down. And um, but of course Devon clocked that because Devon's a smart, intuitive girl. And even if she wasn't, honey. Tiffany was all over everyone's Instagram when we were in uh, in Vegas for Halloween, and I talked to Davon on the phone while I was there for that. So um, I wouldn't be that surprised if Davon has actually seen Tiffany's face before and said, oh, this is Vanessa's sister. So she might have saw Tiffany at at one breath and said, oh, Vanessa's sister's here.
2: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if everybody eventually knows if, if Tiffany says something. But, um, I know uh, I'm rooting for Miss Davon, so girl, keep it going. I am, and I'm
3: even because I have met Tiffany. Tiffany is probably like one of my numbers because I I I think that this time um, Tiffany would be the player that would have been better to work with over Vanessa. Not that she's a better player than Vanessa, but for for a person like me or a person like Davon, we're going to like find it easier to get in with Tiffany. So yeah, utilize uh, I'm it. glad to see Tiffany there, siblings and the vet. Um, it's an interesting way to do it instead of making it like six vets. The siblings are sort of like honorary vets. Like if if you've been to Big Brother events, like I haven't really had much contact with Cody because I'm n I am i do not have I'm new to this, I've only done it for like a year. But people that have been around have met his brother. So Paulie knows this game just like people that have played it.
2: Yeah, I mean, Paulie was at the finale last year, and then, you know, he was at the, um, another event that, uh, that I went to. So, um, and I'm sure, you know, people on the social media and stuff like that have seen them. So um, I don't know if a lot, of the, a lot of the cast besides the past alumni and Paulie and um, uh, Tiffany, I, I'm not quite sure if a lot of the other ones are really familiar with the Big Brother within itself. It, uh, it seems like think... the
3: ones that are, the ones that I really see as people that are made more knowledgeable fans are the ones who have really um, latched on to the veterans. Like, um, I, 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 I always Michelle, throw up her name. Zakaya. Zakaya. Yep. Like, um, I watched a little thing on feeds, and Davon was saying that, um, I believe it was Bridget was trying to play like June's game, just like float and cook and um Zakiya was like, Oh, season four so like I knew she doesn't know it as good as day but it, at least she knows it. So those are the people that I like respect more and I think those are the people that have um whether they just suck and butt right now or they realize it's just a better way to go with the people that are closer to the vets.
2: You know it's so funny, Jason. Um you know these newbies with, that go in a house with with past BB players, they have this gameplay. Okay, we're gonna get these vets out. We're gonna get these vets out, and not even one second in that 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 house that just goes right out the window. Yeah. I mean, it just it it just never sticks to well, the wall. That's why I don't read the bios of these people because I want to see what they do
3: in the house. Right. Well, as a as a watcher before a player. I never watched or read bios. I never watched podcasts. I never any anything pre entering the house and anything post leaving the house. I like didn't pay any attention to. So I didn't even like. Um, this is almost like the first year that I actually read bios because I didn't even read my cast bios because why would I? I I met them. So yeah, um, exactly it is one of those things where a lot of the times you translate differently. Like some of those people's bios were atrocious. I don't even remember which one it was. It says like his whole world was just like working out and pleasing women. And I was just like, you have to be kidding me. And I actually think that (laughs) was (laughs) like, it was Victor and he's actually like one of like the least offensive men. So, um, not that they're offensive, but um, the girls are more my scene this year. Well, they're always more my theme. And a lot of the guys are, like, obviously, Jose and Paul, like, obviously are smoking meth. And, like, I don't know if they oh. still have the Jack Shack, but there must be, like, a closet that they smoke meth in because they're both absolutely insane. And, um, yeah, like, God knows what's going on with Corey. I'm more like my girls at least seem like they have their sanity and no one has handed them a glass pipe.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a, a girl that wins. Just by by right
3: now, you know, you know how twists we, and turns are, will go. But I feel like a woman's going to win. We are seriously due for a woman. A woman should have won my year, no, no shade on Steve. But the way it was set up and going and the way our girls were stacked compared to how our boys were stacked, a girl should have won my season. So um, it's definitely in the stars that a girl winner is coming. And let's hope it's Davon because she needs that money, honey. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm you know,
2: hoping that she does too. At the end of the um, interview, by the way, Jason, we're going to want you to do your top three, okay? So just okay. the top three. We obviously know Davon's in there, so your top three with Davon. So that'll be okay. the sort of two. Okay, so your thoughts on Frank. Okay, first off, He looks completely different, completely different. I mean, I understand he cut his hair, but, I mean, he cutting his hair has kind of changed his appearance for me. I I was at first like, who, that's Frank, get out. Do you like the short hair, or do you want him to bring his luscious locks
3: back? Well, I honestly think the short hair is a play at luscious locks, if you know what I mean, because you're in that house for a very long time, and your hair grows. And you don't really think about that when you come in the first time. You come in with whatever hair you have. And then sometimes you leave looking like a damn wildebeest. So um, it could be the, let me trim it up now, because if I am in this house for the next almost four months, I will will come out with luscious locks instead of coming out looking like Austin.
2: Well, maybe that was his thing kind of, he's like, well, maybe they didn't really watch, or if they did watch, they won't recognize me and won't remember you know, he looks like the game. ginger
3: as well. His hair used yeah. to look more ginger, and yeah. it's not really gingery anymore.
2: No, it's not. Um, but we also saw Frank um, be the first winner of the new competition, which is called Roadkill, uh, which I like, and he became a silent uh, n- uh, picker of a nominee. Um, what are you, your, your thoughts on? this competition roadkill, and then also the fact that he can remain quiet and nominate a third person. I, I kind of like it. I don't know if I would like it if I was in the I, house. It would go either no, way.
3: I love it, and I think I would even be fine with it in the house. Honestly, it is the best integration of, um, like, Big Brother evolves, and every year we might have new twists, and sometimes you go back to them, sometimes you don't, but it's constantly evolving, and it's like the perfect evolution of, like, Okay, what are we going to do with Sunday that isn't a have-not? It's not Battle of the Block, but it actually affects the game. Well, let's go back to Season 15 where we used to have three nominees. Okay, well, we're not going to do MVP vote because that obviously was messy and didn't work out, and the public is a hot mess on the Internet. So we can't have it be interesting if we do it that way. So how else do – oh, perfect. It's a new place, new comp. Might as well keep it secret like the MVP was. It is like – perfect it is a perfect way to do a comp it is the perfect way to switch up the game and give people who maybe have absolutely no power like what if we had that in there when we were the low minority and it was just like me meg james and jackie sitting there like what the hell you know those are the situations where sometimes one little being being able to put one person up might be able to save your ass that week and hopefully it does hopefully it saves some of these people and works out like it's supposed to, because I think um, it, the fundamentals of it are good. Well, I'm
2: like, if I was on the block, that's another person that I can try to convince for them
3: to vote out instead of me. Right. So, or even you know, less votes that you need to say. It's not necessarily even about how many can, how many people can I can I get everybody to vote this guy out instead? Sometimes it's like, well, you're going to go home like seven to two. Well, if there's three of us on there, I might be able to stay and really only get three votes and just have the other people have two votes. So it, yeah. it opens up a whole new possibility of Yahtzee where you're trying to put together some numbers. And if somebody can do that and stay off of, Using that third person and even breaking the votes up into three, which we never saw in 15, that's amazing gameplay. That's some math stuff. That's some Tiffany and Bronte stuff if she's actually a mathematician.
2: Yeah, I, I think that it will definitely, if you're in the bottom of the barrel, uh, it would hopefully make you float to the top and stay another week when the impossible of you thinking that you're going to be gone.
3: But it's kind just, of like a phone movie. an
2: hallelujah moment. Hallelujah. Mm Mhm. Hallelujah. Okay, so Frank, um, is the word kill winner and he put up, um we'll talk about that person in a bit. Uh so we got uh Miss Nicole, uh, who is H Your thoughts on Miss Nicole coming back and breaking up with Hayden. I mean, do you think she broke up with him, like to come on the show? I I I think they were all each of the green.
3: I don't think she'd break up with him to go on the show. Um, I really liked Nicole on her season. She was definitely my favorite on her season. I haven't heard the most savory things about her, like, post-TV, but the more I'm, like, watching her on feeds and stuff, I'm still, like, I like her. I get her personality, regardless of what other people may say. So um, I am supporting Nicole. She seems like she's playing harder and smarter, too, and, um, Uh, I'd like to see Nicole around for, like, quite a while. And uh, we've seen before, Nicole is a capable player, and she just sort of got dealt a hard hand her year, too. So she's done the reshuffle with better cards than she had before. And I think that um, we're going to be watching Nicole for a long time. And I think we're going to be watching Dave on for a long time. I think we'll be watching all those vets. For a very long time And it's going to be them sitting in like the final six With some other people Um, Yeah so expect a lot of Nicole Nicole gives us Some great gifts and stuff By doing the simplest little tiny things So um, she does make good TV Yes And uh, I think her picks For uh,
2: nominations uh, were, Were interesting I mean one definitely for
3: sure The other one you know she could have maybe Utilized um, well, she's as, certainly you know, not um, pussyfooting around. It's going straight and saying, yo, here, here is what it is. A lot of people that first week like to put up, you know, the no-names. They're putting up the Bridget. Um, so she definitely didn't put up no-name characters in there. Well, good job, Nicole. I like your nominations. All right, we have uh, the final
2: alumni is James, who already, obviously, as we saw, is already being a prankster. So. Your thoughts on yes. uh, uh, James and your thoughts on him being Victor. <laughs> uh,
3: um, you you know, I have said a lot of things about James in, like, the last month. And the more I like watching I'm like watching him as well, I'm, like, seeing the James that I knew and that I lived with. And maybe James hasn't changed as much in the last year as it seemed like he did to me. So um, I'm trying to... Um, see him in a new light as well and see really um, what I think about him again. But um, Well, um, yeah.
2: James is definitely going to bring some entertainment value into the house. I mean, he definitely is entertaining and, um, you know, I, I know he's going to be playing the game um, like he did um. last uh, year. So, um, we will see how the alums, our family, BB family, got to give them props Okay, let's go to the siblings. Let's go to Tiffany, who I have to say sounds and acts and does all the sorts of mannerisms and everything, just like Vanessa. I think she's going to mm-hmm. do
3: very well. Your thoughts on Tiffany? Um, Yeah, I met Tiffany in Vegas, and I wasn't even introduced to her as Vanessa's sister. I came into a bedroom. Jace was playing some music, And she was there with a friend, and I looked at her, and I immediately knew that she looked just like Vanessa, like, so I was assuming already. And then I went outside and hung out with her and her friend on the hammock for, like, an hour and a half and had a really great conversation. Um, Tiffany's a really smart, nice girl. She'll be very capable at this game. She was really, like, doing the feeds thing and stuff last year. So she's really got a one-up on... I mean, I don't know how much Pauly really did feed when Cody was on, but he possibly did as well. But, you know, uh, Tiffany has put in some work and I think would be a good player and has the justification of being there, even not off of being Vanessa's sister. Oh, even I mean, if she I wasn't Vanessa's sister, smart. I would cast her.
2: Yeah, she she definitely is uh, smart, and she seems to be – um, in the right places at the right time. I, 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 before you came on, I called it hammock time, when she was in the hammock. And the spy girls uh, formulated, yeah. and they, they got spied out the first second of being spy girls. So they're not doing a good job of being uh, spies. No, like they didn't see Tiffany. In the
3: hammock, <laughs> yeah, no, you ain't getting that past tiffany i've I've sat in a hammock with Tiffany, and you're not getting past you're not getting nothing past Tiffany in a hammock. Tiffany is very smart and capable, and um I'm excited to see what she does this year. Tiffany might be someone who we're watching for a long time too because she bridges the gap between the newbies and the veterans and can sort of play that role, although um. I don't really know the hiding the Vanessa thing really how that's going to work out so much because I don't know. The newbies that don't know probably wouldn't care or even understand what that means. They'd be like, oh, so your sister was on? They would think like, oh, it's just another girl like Nicole or just another girl like this. They wouldn't know that it's like Vanessa, the human robot. Yeah. Well, they're going to know it soon. <laughs> well, they're going to they gonna find out today.
2: They're going to find out today, and uh, um, I like how Devon kind of was like, Tiffany, come and talk to me, girl, and, you know, mm-hmm. Tiffany was at that emotional moment where she was like, I just want to tell somebody, and Devon's like, I know, girl, I know you're Vanessa's sister,
3: mm-hmm. so
2: we'll be, lo- be looking out for Tiffany. Don't be sleeping on her.
3: You be, yeah, don't, don't be sleeping on Tiffany. Tiffany's a very she, smart girl.
2: Yes, so... You know, look up for her. Okay, so we have Paulie, who is Cody's brother, which obviously we know because every time he's in the DR, he talks about Cody and how Cody is going to probably be pissed off at him if he gets out soon because he is not <laughs> He was one of Nicole's picks, which Nicole was kind of like, hey, you know, your brother was on my season. Let's stick together. Oh, by the way, can I put you up as a pawn? Yeah. You know? And Pauly well, was not I mean, really
3: happy about that, but that's just what happened. honestly, it's a good first play to to try to make the allusion to – because it's kind of obvious that the siblings are going to work with um, the veterans, even if you don't know their siblings. I mean, they all do know about Pauly, but even if they didn't know about Vanessa. The minute, if I didn't know about Vanessa's sister and the minute I heard about Pauly, I'd still be looking around like, well, there's got to be someone else too. They don't just bring in one sibling. They're all siblings or something. So um, I definitely think that uh, he doesn't need to keep referencing Cody. I don't really get why there's so much of that. But uh, it, the the Cole nominating him thing is a smart play to maybe um, try to disillusion the newbies from jump and be like, no, Paulie's not really with the veterans just because he's so-and-so's brother.
2: Yeah, well, we'll see how that works out because Paulie is on the block, and um he did not win the veto so he is still nominated and um you know there's obviously talk back and forth of uh if he's going to stay or not we know we don't know if he is um another person on the block i feel like we should have like 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 a church choir because we're talking about the Messiah. <laughs> the Messiah, Josiah, Josiah, Jose. We don't even know yet because we yeah, just I don't know. Are assuming that he just is he's just that, mess like that
3: He's that yeah. guy peddling mess on the corner. He ain't even got a name. He just asks you like if you want to buy a bag because he is crazy as hell. And like I thought, I came out and ever a lot of people said they love me, but there's also a culture that's like Jason, you're terrible. And uh, I'm glad that the people that thought I was terrible are now seeing what real terrible looks like.
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of um, really just
3: blatant. he thinks he's the glue that's keeping I mean, the house he's together. So, he's so oh. arrogant and delusional. His delusions that he is running the house and holding it together and his delusions about what's going to happen to him once he's done with this, especially if he's damn first to Vic D, uh, he is all over the place. And I didn't know they still made people like him. Like, I didn't know you could still come out like that.
2: Mm, 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 mm. I just, with Josea thinking that he's got this in the bag, well, I cannot wait. If you, I talked about some tea and popcorn you better have a bunch like you know those big ass bags that you get at like the carnival you know what i mean <laughs> and you, a better- a yeah. tea. you better have a big ass glass of tea because i cannot wait to see his face when he's talking to julie chan because i i mean he doesn't think he thinks he's good and he's safe as of right now, I, I mean, I, I know that there's, like, the feed's going on, and I was reading things that, you know, it's, it's going back and forth with Paulie. We don't know yet. But I'm thinking 99.9% sure, like Maury Povich said, you are not the messiah. You do not walk on water. Because I saw him swimming in the pool. He wasn't walking. Now he will
3: be going, Jason. Is, yeah. Are you pretty pretty good on that uh, he's going? I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive that he's going. Although Frank said some <laughs> stuff today that was like, well, what about back during Paulie in like three or four weeks or two or three weeks because we don't we don't want Lakai to get distracted if they're like showman we want to hold her close to us, that means we need to get rid of Paulie. Now my fear with this is I obviously want Jose to go home because he's annoying as hell and because he's so disillusioned, I kinda of want like him to be slapped in the face and get out first because that's the only way that he might actually like come back to life. So, um uh, that, yeah, I'm talking about resurrecting the Messiah. Um, we might be able to resurrect him into a normal person if they vote him out first. But since Frank is already thinking, since Frank is already considering, like, the, well, maybe we should get Paulie out, it's like it's not going to be that hard for him or for someone, for people that he's going to wrangle over into his corner to flip. To get Polly out because it's a future plan anyway, so why not just do it now? Well, I think that the, the numbers are too, um, you know,
2: the, there's too many people in the house to be going that route right now. At If you have Zakaya, you got Polly. Pauly's going to stick with the vets for now. If you want to do something like that, wait a couple of weeks till you get, yeah. you know, everything oh, figured oh, you out. We need
3: numbers for sure. Yeah. The Spy Girls it is not enough numbers. No, but Jose...
1: He Jose said he was he the heart out. Out. and the joy of the house. Yeah. And the picture of him sitting by himself,
3: himself. That, I, that in the pool. true, because I was probably the heart and the joy of the house. Like, if you're having a bad day, you want to come out and laugh, you come sit with Jason outside, and we're going to talk about random ass shit. So, um, you know, he could... I mean, not that I see him really doing that, but he could be feeling like he is that. He probably is not. I don't see him as that. But to some of those people in there, you know, he might be entertaining them.
1: Because there's yeah, but this is the, is the thing, Jason. You, you, you weren't
2: going around saying that. People just knew it, and they would just come to you.
3: He's saying it constantly, like trying to convince oh, himself. of it. it. Well, that's probably what it is, that he's just going to convince himself of it. Can't, but, like, it's going to be very right. interesting mm-hmm. when he comes out. Is he just going to say all this stuff over and over and still believe it? Like, he needs to come out and he's be like, I didn't believe delusional. anything I was saying. Very delusional, but uh, it's it's very, you know, and I thought it was just delusional, like he's just going to walk around in underwear all the time. But his brain and his mouth, everything is delusional.
2: I don't even think that the house is going to be like, you know, what, let's keep him because, you know, he's going to he's gonna put his foot in his own mouth. They're just like, get well, rid of him,
3: thing? please. Look, this is your first rule about Big Brother, everyone. First of the key rule, number one, the person cannot gather any sympathy. person that can gather any sympathy, you're in trouble. You're too many people. You can flip people with sympathy. You don't know people well enough yet, and sympathy still applies. So even in my year, me and James were thinking about getting Steve out first. It would have never worked. Jackie would have gone home because Steve could gather way more sympathy than Jackie ever could. So this is the thing about Jose, Hosine. oh, Ho, Ho, I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> he's not going to gather. Messiah. Gather. Josiah, Josiah, Jesus, he says he's the Messiah, so let's just call him Jesus.
2: This hey, is the who? thing about
3: voting out Jesus first and why it's really easy. Because if you keep saying ignorant stuff like that, you can never gather any sympathy. You're never going to get a, be able to flip anyone on your side and make anyone feel bad for you that you're going home first when you're walking around saying that you like to people and shit. Yeah.
1: How did you feel about his Fourth of July
3: comments? Yeah. Um Fourth of July comments. I don't even think I know this. Is this like the thing about veterans?
1: Yeah, yeah He said was, that he didn't um, think that the Fourth of July should be a national holiday because um how did he say it? He didn't um, ask he didn't,
2: he didn't ask them to Died to fight for right. our independence. He didn't ask him yeah, to do it, did. so
3: you know. Oh, he doesn't yeah, want he, the free day off holiday. Like, um, <laughs> even if you don't even like, I've never heard anyone complain about a holiday. That's like being mad that it's your birthday. That's some Jehovah Witness shit. <laughs> people said, you know,
1: yeah, he's a couple he's of them. I think James and a couple of them said, you know, people fought for your freedom on that day, and he said, I didn't ask them to. He said, that's their problem. And um, he just said he didn't think that very... it should be a national holiday. And he just went on well, and on about it. More how... problematic
3: things have been said and less problemat- more problematic things in the future will be said. So that that is one of those, like, people are ignorant and people say dumb stuff. Whether he actually understands what he's saying by that or not is where I think he might be delusional. Because I don't think that he's even... Thinking about any of that at all, like he's not thinking like people's lives, taking everything like of it's play toy. And sometimes you're in there, and everything is play toy because you know none of you are gonna die while you're in there. So maybe he might just be talking out his ass because it's it that's just dumb. But then he again, it, track, everything he, he, he says track. is dumb. But then again, I almost am under the I think that he almost does all of this on purpose. I think it's like, um. One big ploy, because we all are talking about him, and the more we all talk about him, the more likely it is, the the more likely it is that um, production may not want to see him go because he's enthralling, and um, the longer he may be around. So I think that he's
2: going to be able to.
3: It's almost like the Grande book of how to make (laughs) people talk about you. It's like, how do you make people talk about you? You just say things that people cannot identify with. You have a very arrogant sense about yourself. Um, whether he really is that person, um, he must be, but, because you really can't pretend all the time in that house. But I didn't know that people were still like that. You could, I didn't know people could be that bad. And and you know what? Maybe he has taught me a thing or two about what I was thinking about James. I was thinking, oh, James is up himself now. He's got some big head. But now I'm looking at him and I'm going, oh, maybe he's really not that up himself. And then you see people like Jose and you're like, you are actually someone that's up yourself. That's what that looks like. And I had to, like, see him to realize um, just how horrible he is compared to everybody else.
2: Well, he'll be able to celebrate July Fourth and learn all about it because he'll be outside the house watching the fireworks, wondering yeah. what did I do, where hey, did I go wrong? We didn't see
1: fireworks. We didn't see no
3: fireworks, although we did get to eat. I no. was a have not, so but I ate like nine pieces of pizza.
2: I, I was I was in the in the hotel room crying, staring at the fireworks when I was in sequester. So.
3: Oh yeah, because it used to start like at the end of like July almost.
2: June 29th was the day I was kidnapped so that was my 8 year anniversary coming up in 2 days (laughs) Anywho uh, Let's talk about (laughs) Corey Corey, Corey, Corey who just might need to just be quiet a little bit Um, You know if, if we had not heard these stories about him kind of being a little like you know racist, homophobic or whatever you want to say prior in his life four years ago, well, he just went and made all the animal lovers angry. Uh, Mr. Corey, who is a baseball coach, he looks like the clean-cut guy, talked about how him and his frat boys got really drunk, went and bought a goat, and tried to set it
3: on fire. Oh, my God. I have not even heard this.
2: How have I missed this? he was telling everybody the story that him and his fat brothers got really wasted. I don't know how or where you could buy a goat or how you decide to do that when you're wasted. And if you could do this at night or were they day drinking because they No, is even because he's sad. on
3: TV. He's not going to say that they kidnapped a goat from a farm. You can't go buy a goat. These people out here, that's some bumpkin stuff. He went and like kidnapped a goat from a farm. Or they just went to a farm and tried to light a goat on fire. But you have to, like, say it differently because he he is trying to tell the story in context of realizing he's being filmed. But the terrible thing is that he's so dumb, he's still trying to tell this story. If you're that terrible of a person and you're trying to burn a goat alive, then you should be smart enough to not speak about it on television. Well, he spoke about it, and uh, they tried
2: to put some flammable... uh, um, liquid on the the goat and try to sit on fire. I, I don't know what happened after that. I stopped reading about it because I just, I just don't know why you
3: would even go there. I mean, why wouldn't you go pick up girls well, at the sorority house and hang to out with You be a horrible them. person to get on this show. Like nobody on this show is a nice person because it's not a nice game. I wasn't on there because I was a nice person. So, um, you know, the more we find out that how horrible some of these people are, the more it's like, yes, that's why they got cats, because you need lots of horrible people.
2: Well, all the animal lovers out there, uh, here at Manic Mondayland and rad Reality Show, we do not condone any goat being set on fire or any animal. <laughs> <as that cat. laughs> and Cherry, oh Cherry, just Cherry just, you, you just said the story.
0: Be spoken.
2: I just would like everyone to know that we don't endorse burning goats. Oh my no. God. No, we don't. We don't. And Cherry so is a, a, an animal lover like I am, and she
1: did not hear this story. So, how are you doing over there, Cherry? I'm. Yeah. I couldn't even. Yeah. I don't think that's funny in the least bit. Um, I, I'm just, just out
2: of control. Let's just not talk yeah. about it anymore. Uh, though Corey and Nicole look like they're they're starting to have a little showman. So we'll see how Nicole feels when she comes out and uh, finds out about, you know, the, the the talk about Corey. So, you know, besides that, I thought that he, you know, looking at him and, you know, he seems like he wants to be with the vets and stuff like that. And I hope that he helps the vets out. And then, you know, he'll be going out the door um, soon. So, not soon, but I'm sure he'll be making it to jury, but he'll be in the jury house
1: for sure. Um
2: all could right, be three about...
1: romances going on then, or showmances.
3: Yeah,
2: there's, there's, there's a little, two others. Ruined. Yeah. Well, there's at least uh, always two, so. Yeah, there's at least two that I know of. So, um, let's talk about Bridget, who you guys are doing spoilers. Um, one of the nominees, which we haven't got to yet, did win the veto, took himself off, and now Bridget is on the block. And um, I don't really have a liking or hating of her, like uh, you know, game wise. So for me, it's really kind of like, okay, yeah, she's on the block. She doesn't really stick out. She's like you said, she's playing the June game. Um, your thoughts on Bridget,
3: um, more than just her being June um she don't i don't i she, i have as much thoughts as she has which seems to be none um i don't really seem to care her or pay her no mind um i just know especially when i see Devon connecting with these people like me and Devon are similar in the senses of the types of people we connect with so i can see like if, if she ain't feeling you i probably wouldn't really be feeling you either and the more i look at bridget i'm like yeah i'm not really feeling you but um I see her probably as a pre-jury evictee, but maybe going home in my spot, maybe the fifth evictee or so, because uh, she's not a high priority, but nobody is going to care to ever keep her around, except her friends, the Spy Girls, who aren't ever going to be really able to keep her around, because I really don't see them doing too much. Well, Spy Game and Spy Gate and Spy Girls
2: are over before they even started. I feel like she's going to be... Um, one of those easy people to put up You know a pawn. If she goes up Yeah And she gets out They don't really care But they're gonna tell her No one's her, gonna be
3: that Exactly
2: Yeah Nobody's gonna be crying Over Bridget Milk
4: Okay
2: no. Oh speaking of Let's go to some Victor um, Victor, Victor, Victor He thinks he's a woman either He takes his shirt off As he's talking to uh, Nicole Basically ratting out Jose, uh, Joseph, whatever, Jesus, I don't know, Um, and letting Nicole know that all of the newbies want all of the vets out um, while taking his shirt off. It kind of reminded me of Jesse when the earthquake happened and he took his shirt off, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Your thoughts on Victor Nation?
3: Um, Victor is one of our better guys just because he's not a total problematic idiot. idiot. Yeah, he's not a a total. I mean, he's still like from the like douche factory, but like he's not like the XL douche or like the SL douche or like the douche 500. So he's just like the standard buy it sticker price douche. So um, it, when, it's, when it's douche versus douche, you take what you can get, and I guess we got Victor.
2: Jeepers. I mean, yeah, out of, like, you know, the newbie guys and stuff, I imagine Victor's one of the better ones. Oh, some ones. of them
3: are, like, the Mercedes of douches, but, like, Victor is only a family.
2: Yeah. All right, well, let's, you know, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> moving on,
2: uh, we have... Michelle, and we, all, you know, it's so funny when how Michelle came on. How
3: dare take your uh, name, girl? You better try to be taking your name right now. Y'all want to hear you say some reckless shit about her, because how dare she out your name?
2: That bitch, right? So first off, I was at the party, and I stood up, and I was like, Michelle, there's only one Michelle, and then I turned and looked and saw Michelle from season four, and I was like, uh, Michelle.
3: Fuck you. Oh my God. She was so cute. She was like a my-size Barbie. I loved Michelle. She was like she's my so size. So cute and nice. Oh, So cute and nice. I actually
2: think but Michelle's yeah, going to do pretty yeah, good. She's
3: the original Michelle, and you're Michelle number two, and then we had crazy, like, prostitute pothead Michelle. Michelle,
2: I think she's going to do pretty good. I think she's going to make it fun. She's uh, you know she wants to play with the vets. She's, um, you know, I think she's gonna, uh, she, she's gonna do pretty well. Uh, win the game? I don't think so. Um, but I think she's gonna, she's gonna do pretty good. She seems somewhat normal and in that house. Amen to I, mean, I don't. She
3: does seem somewhat normal, and I am seeing her like with the people that I know that I like and trust. That I'm like, okay, I probably get along with her. But some of the stuff that did come out about her, like, preseason, like, some of her Reddit opinions are pretty, um like, graphic and not nice. And granted, my shit can be, like, graphic and not nice, but some of hers, I was like, oh. And just her stuff about hating fat people. You can be a nutritionist, mm. but, like, you should not be saying that you hate fat people because that is like highly, if you're telling me she doesn't have any friends that she considers overweight, what, like, what, what is the standards of that? And I just find that highly inappropriate. But it's, to me, I see her nutritionist thing as Christine's nudist thing. It's like we're going to reference it at the beginning. It's a like plot point to maybe cast them, but it's never going to be referenced in the house because it's not really relevant. In that house, you don't go out to the grocery store. You don't pick your groceries. you just, like, giving food, and you eat what the hell there is to eat. So Michelle is going to have to ease up on her princess nutritionist stuff. But I almost wish that they put, like, some big, 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 big big girl in there with her. Like, oh, is this fat, honey? Like, check all these curves, bitch. Like, you could never have this. Is this what fat looks like?
2: You know, for me, a nutritionist is supposed to help people who have issues with eating the right food and need to be guided. in you're sitting Thank there you. talking shit about these people, what are you gonna be? A nutritionist to a person who is fit? I mean like, why would you why would know what want they're, to they're go
3: doing? You as are a nutritionist if you've already like talked like why would I be comfortable going to see you and talking about my way with you if I already know that you are like a problematic crazy talking about that you hate fat people.
2: But well again, if you're, you're a a guess what is, is
3: overweight.
2: Nutritionist Michelle, I'm having a glass of wine, bitch. So put that in your calories and <laughs> shove it. God damn it. And I'm having a smoke too, so screw you. <laughs> <laughs> no. And 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 I'm the other thing you, too Michelle. is Thank you. And on the other side of it, we, we also have uh whoever is taking care of Michelle's Twitter is causing a lot of ruckus too. Uh has been blocked by many who has been blocking many people because of the tangents that they've been going on. Um so uh who I think it's her sister. I'm no, not that's quite sure. The
3: Listen, if that's what the account Michelle's gonna use when she comes out, that's probably a smart thing. Yeah. Well um, but I I'm under the this is how I do B.B. Your family doesn't know social media. Period. They're not running a Twitter for you. Your friends aren't running a Twitter for you. All your accounts are locked and closed or sitting stagnant. They are not like, – exactly how Devon has done Twitter. There's no one doing Devon's Twitter. Uh, it is sitting there. Like, when you have people who are, like, representing for you online, that are not trained PR representatives. You're just – it's like giving – do you want me to run your Twitter tomorrow, Michelle? You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it, it's hiring me to run your Twitter And I have a reckless mouth So these people like hire their friends and their family And their friends and their family Don't know what to say to these fans Because they've never dealt with this shit before And then it goes all awry Because they're putting up too much work And you stay out of it Watch the show Hope she does well Watch the feeds Stay out of the chat room Don't be Mrs. Moses And doing this and doing that all of you all of the parents and all of the family need to keep their heads low. Because when you're out here in the outside world, people will snatch y'all up online over some dumb shit that you can't even affect. How your family members playing the game or who their favorite is or no nah, no. Nah, nah. I told my mother, none of it. Talk to your friends on Facebook about it, but I don't want you doing anything else because it all gets out of hand.
2: Yeah. Thirsty. Thirsty.
3: That's what I call that. Well, people
2: spending too much time trying to
3: do that so they can gather followers at this current moment before they're even out of the house. BB, I I went into BB with 2,000 followers. And now I have however the hell I'm spending. But these people want to come out and already be like, i got so many followers. I'm already at 100,000. Like, I'm a... Not even like Z-List, I'm passed out, I'm like in the symbols, like I'm an ampersand list uh, celebrity um, over some followers. So the social media thing, people should just leave it alone, be quiet. I understand with the veterans, it is a little bit like uh, trying to keep up the stigma that they might be home while they're away. But Davon didn't do that, and and everyone just kept speculating anyway. So James really didn't need anyone to run his Twitter. I don't think Frank really seems to be on the social media like that, and it looks like Nicole did what Davon did, which just was blackout on whatever day they were kidnapped. Which I know the day they were kidnapped, but I'm not saying that.
2: mm -hmm. So um, maybe if Michelle's sister's listening, just... Slow it on down, girls. Slow it on down. Don't be, don't be calling out people. Don't back. be calling out people.
3: I love. When I went to Big Brother Canada three finale, I met Kelsey's family. I met her sister. She looked just like her, just like a, a little tiny Kelsey. She was asking questions like, what should she do now? Should she, should she do this you now thing? Should she do this thing? Should she do that thing? And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, pump your brakes. Like, don't run into doing all these things because all these things are not going to make you happy. Mm-mm. Whew. All right. Well, Michelle,
2: we'll see how you do. Oh. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> no, I ain't hating. I'm just motivating. Okay, so let's talk about Natalie. She's so cute, and I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know, Lisa? like if she's
3: gonna. So I mean, cute. I don't. Well she is that cute. She's she is the cute. worst person there. She's only there to be pretty and cute. She's clearly an irrelevant ass player. She's just there to kiss someone and be cute. And I hate those. I loathe her because. She's probably be an easy-ass person, and I won't feel bad for kicking her ass out because, like, girl-wise, you here. You were meant to be on the real world. That's why I like to have
2: people like that on my season because you could just easily really let them go. And That I
3: don't want I like that. I'm not going to be a fan of her watching, but playing with her, yeah, put her in there. I wish I played with a bunch of, you know, Natalie's and Meg's. Like, they would be the easiest game ever.
2: Well, guess what? She's going to go far because there's a lot of shit going on in that house. And she's going to be the back burner.
3: Yeah, she's going to yep. be on the back burner. But um, it's, can she win from there? It, that's what's probably Natalie's gameplay is going to come down to is can Natalie win? Because she's probably going to be outnumbered in the final numbers. But if she can win her way there, you can get there. So I mean, she's not. I'm not saying that she's the. Um, you're not going to get far, but I don't see her as a capable player. I'm not seeing her as someone who knows this game and really knows no, strategy. No. I see her as someone who can just be socially good with people, and I mean that does go a long way. But I'm usually pretty socially good with people, and it does not go do me any good. So you know, it's one of those things where um, it's the the. The price will be in the pudding. Like, look at me, like, shoving random phrases together. Like, um, we'll, the proof's in the pudding. We'll just have to see what she turns into. But at this point, she ain't nothing to speak on. Do
2: you hear that, Michelle? Pudding. It's got a lot of calories.
3: <laughs> pudding, yes. <laughs>
2: pudding. Ooh, maybe we shouldn't talk about pudding because, you know, who was the spokesperson of pudding. Pudding, yeah, that's, that's like my nickname.
3: Well, not technically. <laughs> <laughs> my nickname is actually my nickname is Pud. My girls call me Pud, like Ayo Pud. But um they oh, call you, me Pud could you, so much. Could you go deeper into that? Why do they call you Pud? I don't know. I don't know, but it just sort of happened. Like my girls call me Pud. But one time I was helping them move and this a random man. He's not like a random man, he was like one of them friends was helping I was it was mainly him and me moving this girl out of her house. And they kept calling me Pud. So at one point, I'm, like, downstairs, and he's, like, tossing stuff down his stairs to me. He just yelled, like, hey, yo, Puddin', and I, like, just fell out, like, well, not not even technically my nickname, and this guy just called me Puddin'. Um, it was pretty funny, so yeah, yeah. put in and put... Did you lift up a couch and shart by accident and left it, or mm, nothing no, like that? No, I did, <laughs> I did catch a, a bureau. I, I caught a bureau sauce from a second-store balcony, but no, I didn't bar or shart anywhere, none of that. No putting scenes. Perfect. We got that all cleared up, because I know that's what some of you guys out there in
2: chatroom land and in Manic Monday land were thinking something uh along the Really? Line, That's what they're thinking kind of... when you say
3: pudding, girl. No, no I work no I spend too much time I... in a grocery store, shit.
2: No, I'm just I'm just involving everybody in my dirty thoughts.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. Okay, pudding. Pudding, let's move on, pudding.
0: Let's go <laughs>
2: to who by the way, her body is thick, ridiculous. Yeah, I think she's gonna do pretty good. Is Zakaya? I hope I'm saying her name Zakiya right. Um, oh my God, I, I like her. I like her. I like
3: Zakaya a lot. And just seeing her, her connection with Devon, I know that I connect with her too. The minute I saw her, I was like, yes, she has the baddest uh, backyard. Uh, Photo, uh, dating suit photo we've probably ever seen. Oh, and my god. She, she is a badass bitch. And uh, I think that she's a little bit there for TV time and for model time. She talks about maybe going on the real world and things like that. But she does know this game and a lot better than a lot of these people. So she actually is a fan. So I know that she's going to be more capable of a player than a lot of the newbies. And she is fun as hell. So I am here for having two strong black women on the same cast. Chocolate drops.
5: Yellow.
3: Call them like what? like
2: like they said. They are chocolate drops. Yummy yes. Hershey's kisses. I like that. Yes, honey. And and Zakia got herself
3: a little cuddle buddy. Which is perfect for her. But I even saw off of her preseason interview, I was like, she's going to get the showman. It sounds like she's only here for a showman, but it didn't sound very good. But she's going to get a showman too because uh, look at how pretty she is. And look at the men that they cast. Mm-hmm. Beautiful she people attract each other, honey.
2: She's the nutritionist, if you ask me. Boom. Drop it. The mic. That's it. <laughs> So Zakaya, we, we 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 watch it. We see you. We see you, we girl. See you, we Zakiya. know what you're doing. See you all
5: here. We see you. We all see, you.
2: see you. All right, let's go on to um, Paul, not Pauly or oh, Davon. Oh my God, girl, oh, that was so funny. No, she like Pauly, Paul. not you. You. Oh yeah,
3: Paul. So I know you got. I'm sure a lot to say.
1: He was nominated.
3: Everyone's like, why was Devon picking these people? I think Devon honestly picked, like, granted, they probably knew nothing. It was probably, like, that's, like, day one or day two. Um, But um, she did pick, like, hot mess people where um, those people will be nominated before Devon. If her team is the team that gets nominated off of, uh, she is going to be fine. Or if her team is not the team that's safe, she's going to be fine because uh, they're crazy. Um, yes, and
2: he's got the man beard, or whatever he calls it. I, I, I'll i be honest with you, I It at least looks. the man it, beard it, shit it, it anymore. Looks better.
3: Um, it's a, It's way too long. I can deal with your facial hair. That's way too long. It's not as bad as Austin's, but, um, it's still, it's way too much. But that's these people's persona. He'd be nothing, just like with it, it's a Jared Kessler. Like, he ain't gonna cut his hair. He would never shave his beard. Like, um... If you told him you gotta shave your beard tomorrow to stay, like there's no way he's shaving that beard. He's there to sell t-shirts and sell his persona and look like Evil Dick when Evil Dick was thirty.
2: Well, he ain't gonna. He's gonna be like Jared for hundred. Like you know, for for almost winning the veto, Jared didn't cut his luscious locks on Big Brother Canada. I don't think Paul will cut off the beard but he might pull Bernie, a I would have star. cut off a
3: finger I would have been like oh. you can have this hand <laughs> all of this is yours you can have that sure he didn't cut his hair or he won't cut There was a, I think it was Victor that said he wouldn't cut his hair today and we know that um, Paul would not shave his beard but like no well, I would Paul, do, I, Paul I, might
2: I, do a I'm a um, Boston and cut
3: it at the finale party like Austin did how's that? Yes, but no, but that wasn't that wasn't for no Big Brother. Like he still wouldn't do that. Austin did that for Liz's heart. That was a Liz. That was that was a, a Liz strategic move. That had nothing to do with Big Brother. So um, or or post Big Brother stuff. So there's no way Victor's gonna lose his beard, especially if he thinks he's gonna be hot shit post D B.
2: Well, he he might cut it off. I, I have a feeling at finale. Um, and then sell it on the uh, eBay or something. I don't don't know
0: if people
3: would buy. People used to buy the stuff on eBay like it was, like, good stuff. But now people don't even pay that much anymore, so I didn't even sell any of my costumes. And I can't imagine that somebody who – the costumes don't go for a lot of money. Who the hell wants that man's beard in a bag? He's going to send you a Ziploc bag of hair? Like, I wouldn't even trust that. He's probably, like, shaving off his pubes and, like, sending them out to people everywhere. Oh, yeah. Cube Nation.
1: Did you guys hear what Cube Frank told Paul last night about his beard? What was that? No. He told him that he puts he told him that he puts his dingo berries in his beard at night. What? Um. <laughs> is,
2: <laughs> it got pudding in those is it got put in in those dingo berries? Is it coated with pudding? in? <laughs> Bitch, a dingo <dingleberry laughs> is put in. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Woo! Okay. So oh my God! Now because Austin, they have been in a ponytail, but there was not shit follicles hanging around.
2: Well, shit. I mean, literally, shit. Um, okay, they yeah, no, have the collar hanging. Some people say some foul stuff in there, like James talking
3: about eating yeast infection and stuff. So sometimes these people just say really foul stuff, and God knows if it's true or not. I'm hanging out with my own security oh. and sanity that he doesn't have dingleberries in his beard. Well, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I wouldn't
2: be surprised if he did. And also being in that house, I know that you just kind of forget that you're, like, being, like, watched and stuff, and you just say some stupid-ass stuff, and you're in a delusional world. Uh, he was is like uh, the, the victim king of one-liners of... in there. Yeah, yeah. But he was the uh, victim of the vote kill comp, and Frank did put him on the block. Um, silent, the silent uh, auction, he got nominated uh, on the block. He did win the veto, um, and that's how Bridget got put up, you guys. So just to let you know, Paul uh, won the veto, and uh, his dingleberries were uh, taken off the block.
3: Well, no more dingleberries in the that,
2: block.
3: It only ensures that probably... Jose will go more. I think that he needs to go more, but if Paul was up there, I would vote out Paul first. So it's almost good that Paul gets taken down, Jose becomes more of a thorough target, and um, Paul gets dealt with on a later date. I think that um, the sides are pretty stacked this year, that I would be very surprised to see Paul win HOH next. So um, I don't think anyone's going to have that much of a difficulty ending up getting him out. We all know that these vetoes are different every time. Just because you can win one veto do not mean you can win them all.
2: Yeah. And, um, you know, with, with now Paul not being on the block, I think that it's now definite a lot of votes will go to Josiah, Messiah, Samaya, Danaya, Jesus,
4: we shit. all mother,
2: mother, everyone's mother, the womb we all came out of. <laughs> The Dingleberries will be leaving with Josiah. The big okay, bang uh, actually
3: check. started because Josiah told the told it to. Like Josiah actually started the big bang. He did all this shit. He's evolution. He is. He's
1: everything. You don't even know. He
2: gave the rib, honey. He gave the rib. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't, I can't. Did you guys see Bronte running from did you guys see Bronte running from Paul for the last few days? And then yesterday her and Paul were on the couch. Paul was rubbing on her arm and rubbing on her leg and they were like starting a little showmance yesterday when before that Bronte was running oh my God. from Paul. These
3: eyes are gonna be broken.
2: Why was why and was Bronte running from Paul?
1: She didn't want to have anything to do with him. She completely like ran from him and didn't want to be anywhere near. Hold him. Hold on,
3: hold on, Michelle. Are you saying you wouldn't run from Paul? What do you mean? Why is she running from Paul? <laughs> no, no, I'm she's just saying it Picasso sounds like to me. Leaning on his torso. Everyone should I'm, run from Paul. No, I'm just
2: saying if she was running from him yesterday and now she's getting rubbed down with him on the couch, I think she was fighting You get lonely. Feelings. A bitch got to play the game, and a bitch gets lonely. Shit, I cuddle with Clay See, like be one rubbing time, on some time, time and I could still be like, hey,
3: oh, I remember. I'd well, yeah, be rubbing up on mm, Well, Yeah, well, you could. He can't go rubbing up on Zakaya, and I don't think is going to let Bronte rub up on her either.
2: Mm-mm. No, I'd I be, I be, be staying away from Paul.
1: Well, Steve,
3: my I, baby Steve
2: is Polly in love and Zakaya
1: are getting real close, too. Yeah. Zakia and Polly, yeah. Well,
3: yeah, I saw that, but that's that's. I mean, can you see those those two bodies up together?
2: Oh goodness gracious, please, goodness. Zakia and Polly, they are just so cute, 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 cute. Um, we got a couple of more people to talk about. Um, uh. Sherry, did you say that we have a call that's been waiting? We,
1: we do. Probably We've been waiting since before <laughs> Jason called in.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, caller, but this is some good shit. All right. We immediately uh, just want to pause this conversation to bring up our poor listener that's been listening to dingleberries and pudding and all that kind of stuff. Um, let's bring
1: them up. Okay. We have... Nick on the phone with us from Unfiltered Feasters. How are you, Nick? Woo! Hey guys, hey,
4: going- Nick. hey Jason, hey Michelle. Great show tonight. I'm enjoying it. You guys have me cracking up. Oh okay. my God, I
3: love you, Nick. I
4: love, love you, you, love you, you love you. It was good okay. to see you and your mom
0: and
3: your
4: sister. I was like, I'm I saw you
3: and then I saw your mom, and I'm like, oh <laughs> hey, girl.
4: <laughs> it was so good to see you guys in NYC. And can we just talk oh about my God. I think the premiere with like Big Brother alumni and everybody's reaction live, as a super fan, I just sat there. I died in my seat. I'm like, this is everything.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that was it was so cool. To just to see everything. For us, uh, for me, it was, like, cool to see all the fans reacting to it as it was going on. Because um, we all have different invested emotions and maybe some of these people, like how me and Davon. but to see all the fans and how um, they are so excited. They're just as excited
4: as we are. They don't even
3: know these people.
4: Exactly, and it was just the energy in the room that night. I was like, I've never experienced a Big Brother like this. I'm like, and every year, I, want, I just want to experience the premiere like that. Oh, yeah. It's awesome, isn't it? Oh, absolutely awesome. I have a question for you guys. Um, Shoot. So Super. who are you guys secretly rooting for? Like, that you would be like, oh, I don't really want to admit that I'm rooting for them, but, you know, low-key, I have them on my radar. Okay, so not on our top, top three,
3: three, not on our top three, or not like on our top three. Not girls. Okay. Maybe not even in your top five. Your low key <laughs> is like you, you, you go home and you act like you don't like that, but you actually do. Okay, I'm i to let you take this is. first, Jason, because you're the guest. Okay. So I mean that would be so mine's, rude of me. So go ahead. <laughs> mine's Bronte. 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 Mine would be Bronte. I think out of all the spy girls, she's the most intelligent. The voice don't really annoy me, my boy Steve Moses is in love with her, and um i my low key that uh, I'm not like out there pushing would be bronte,
2: okay, so bronte and her voice as one um oh god, okay, low key um okay. Uh, I would say Glenn, but that wouldn't be uh, a good vo- uh, a good choice. Um <laughs> Well
0: girl, I don't think he's home yet. That might be a good choice. He might be back, honey.
3: They only of course uh, the year I was a pre juror is so the year they don't do a pre jury buyback, but I think they're doing a pre jury buyback because supposedly he ain't home. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, has
2: anybody does anybody know if he is home or not?
3: <laughs> no, he's not home.
2: Okay, he's not home. Um, okay, well, you know, I, I, okay, we'll go with Glenn, but somebody that's on there right now, um, I would have to say because of the lack of, um, of men, um, that are, for me, doing a good job as of right now, not doing a good job, but not talking about killing goats and stuff like that, um, in some (laughs) weird, in some weird way, uh, because he reminds me of Rico Suave, and um, I feel like, um, you
3: know... And you like that, girl. You're
2: like, I don't care that all he wants to do is eat protein and seduce
3: women. Like, that's so Jesse to you. You love that.
2: No, you know what it is? It's like, um, it seems like the guys always have, like, this upper hand, and the girls always take themselves out where the guys don't really have to do anything, you know? And the girls take themselves out. So for okay. me this season I'm like I think that the girls kind of have a good a good uh job at doing what they're doing right now and if they stay with the you know, with what they're doing, I think they're gonna do good. Um, but I, I gotta go with a guy here because I feel like I have a lack of guys in my top. Um, so I wanna say Victor just because he yeah, maybe it is because like I think he's a Jesse. Um he just is an idiot for like ratting out his own people but smart enough to rat them out knowing that he is, you know, he doesn't want to be the one to be put up on the block. And maybe he actually kind of takes a step back because he hasn't said anything to me I don't that I know of that's stupid or ignorant. He just kind of talks about himself all the time, and he takes his shirt off in, like, weird moments and stuff like that. So he's all about himself. He doesn't want to talk about racism. He doesn't want to talk about other things. He doesn't. He wants to talk about himself. So yeah. he's going to talk about himself the entire time. And and you know what? That's fine. If that's You're what not going to be that. God bless him.
3: Talk about yourself. Yeah. No, yeah, I, that's God a good pick him. for a low. That's a good pick for a low key. Although I'm, I'm more high key, Victor. on am the boy set because I hate most of the boys. But like, yeah. Um, he's, Bronte is my like I will never ever support Bronte on Twitter. I'm not gonna be out here retweeting no Bronte love, even if no <laughs> Bronte is in the final four, but I'm not really gonna be mad if Bronte wins. Um I can what see that. can
2: can can you stay on because we didn't finish the other two. But pick, you want to stay on. Who who is your low key? Yeah, Nick? who is your pick,
3: Nick? Because right. because you're kind of and now don't you say your nose because that doesn't count because you're like just showing, <laughs> giving the facts. What who is your low key?
4: You know I I will bring it. Listen a low key. Even though she's off a lot of people's radar, i got to say Natalie. Because even though she's playing in La La Thank Land, you. Right now, Thank listen, you. even though
3: she's playing in La La Nigel Land. Michelle just I didn't say Natalie because so... I would yell at her. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: did. I, I know. Like... I, you would have yelled at me. So it's not like I could be like Natalie because you were like, no, you didn't, girl.
4: <laughs> we can go either way with her. We can go 50-50. She, she might play a good game or she's just going to suck. But I feel as though she might be a She's just going to be
3: pretty. She's just going to be pretty. I don't think she's going to suck like Victoria, but I don't think she's I, going to bring that much to the table. I want
2: to give. Okay, her
4: but this is her, um, this, this is the thing with like Natalie
2: and, and Victor. They're playing. They're there and they're talking about themselves. And guess what? They walk in the house. They're there to play a game for themselves, not for this one, not for that one, not for the stories <laughs> they're telling, not for the things that they. But hate.
3: you actually.
1: You need to listen to these other
3: people because I didn't learn anything about my cast. And then when it came down to, like, you don't know so-and-so's got siblings, it's like you have to act like you're listening and pretend you care about these other people. Because what Mm -hmm. they're talking about is actually really important, too, We're building fundamental social relationships. So, like, you can't be too self-absorbed and only talk about yourself like Victor. Because when it comes down to it, no one's going to be sad to see you go home because you don't even know these people's last names.
2: Jeez, I didn't even, uh, And
3: I didn't know people's last name Until like day 30 And that's why I went home on day
2: 43 mm-hmm. um, Nick I'm, I didn't need to cut you off You can talk a little no, bit more about Natalie no, Go ahead, Go ahead. Um, no, You can, you can, you can, um, well, you can screw, We're going to uh, do, uh, uh, we're gonna do our high
3: three. I want to know who's Nick's high 3 If we're going to do ours Nick who is your 1, 2, and 3 If Natalie is your low key So we're putting her in maybe like the 4th star spot
4: Who's your one, two, and three that you ruined for? My one, two, and three are Devon, Tiffany, and Zakia, because I really do feel like we're going to have a girl winner this year. I really feel as though yeah. it's more turn to the girls because they are fierce as hell. And let me tell you, Devon definitely is playing a more calculated game. She's sitting back yeah. and letting everybody do everything else, and she's going she's gonna to swoop in and with all of her back work that she's doing, and she's going to be in front and center taking a win. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. I am, I am uh, those are my top three, you called them out my mouth, in that very oh, wait, order. so you're picking the same thing, Jason? Those are uh, my top three. Zakiya, and uh, Devon, Tiffany. Tiffany, and Zakaya. Tiffany is in spot number two, and Zakaya is in my third place, and then Bronte is my low key, we're not really going to talk about it, nope. um, but okay. yeah, obviously Davon is, Devon, that bitch is my sister um, Tiffany, I met in my personal connection with her I know that, I I know through my personal connection with her that Devon actually can trust Tiffany for quite a bit Tiffany is yes. in with all the BB-17 kids unless she honestly wants to come out and have me talking shit to her she's going to be good to Devon so mm. um, Tiffany's a smart girl, she's going to be a very good player as well and zakaya i know she's got this type of connection with davon i know that i probably have a similar type of connection with her plus she seems like a smart girl she's actually a fan she's friggin beautiful she's a lovely chocolate drop that is always (laughs) great to see and um i she's my like third obsession those three girls are killing it this year okay
2: well Uh, you guys want to hear my top three because yeah. I got a little bit of yes. a, a scenario behind this, okay?
3: Okay. So Get I got ready, I got girl.
2: two I got two out of the three of both of you guys, okay? And I'm going to throw a little something in there after, okay? So I got Well, bitch, you Miss better Dayvon. have been on
3: your list if you called me. I got my, Miss you, Day I'm on your day. show today, bitch.
2: <laughs> Honey, I got Miss Day, day, okay? On my list, I got Zakaya and I know Stevon is smart enough not to bring Tiffany's ass to final three, honey, because she already oh, no. knows Tiffany, what's up with
3: that. No. Uh, Devon will fuck with Tiffany until final six And then Devon will be done with that girl But it's like yes. we would be done with each other first about, I don't think Tiffany's gonna think to be done with Davon Before Davon's ready to be done with Tiffany mm-hmm. you know I mean? Davon's gonna
2: Davon's gonna eat her up And then when she is ready to spit her out She's gonna spit her out not, I'm not saying nothing bad about Tiffany Because I think Tiffany's gonna do very well I'm gonna throw a guy in there And I think Davon's gonna eat him up And spit him out as well is going to be Frank. She's going to utilize him. She's going to mm-hmm. go and jump on both. They're going to jump on each other and take each other to the end. And I think that that right now there's a final four deal. And I think Davon is sitting pretty. And Davon is going to go and take Zekaya to the uh, to final two. And she's going to be there final three with Frank. And she's going to let Frank go and say sorry, man. But guess what? I mean, you know if, I I Dayvon, go, if I know to if I know that's
3: what she wants. If I know Devon, that's what she wants. she wants to be if Davon is true to her, like her final twos and stuff. it wouldn't been me and Devon in the final two like we wouldn't she wouldn't have done me like that and I wouldn't have no, her like that. No, but she will do things like that. She'll do things like that, but she'll roll with Zakaya in the final two, especially because she knows she can beat Zakaya in final two, even if the vote is tomorrow or in three years, just because when you're a veteran, you have to go through a whole lot more shit to get there and be there and, and survive all that time. So the, the respect goes a whole lot more than any newbie could ever get.
2: So that is but my that,
3: final three, Davon,
2: Zakaya, and Frank, and...
3: Lead, the final win. three. I'm saying top three that I support. Those well, mines top not three. be in the, top three. Oh yeah,
2: top I'm three. Like,
3: mine, top mine. Are not going to be the final three. It's, they're not going to be there with Tiffany. But those are the three that I think are the three best players in my opinion, yep. and the three people that um I'm putting poker chips behind and saying that they have the ability to pull it out. I mean, but it, it very. I wouldn't be surprised if Victor wins this game. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these boys because we know how this goes. Eventually it's going to turn into, even if if they're slaughtering the boys and there's only three boys left, those three boys will be there forever. It eventually comes an evening playing system. And, I mean, look at my final four last year, two boys and two girls. And yet our girls were so much better than our boys. So there are going to be some boys down there. Um, the, hopefully we're in a scenario where one boy to the two girls and as long as one of those girls win, we're in a sure spot of a girl winning. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, it's a girl's year.
2: Cherry Pie, what is your
3: top Although three? Although I'd also like to ruin the statistic of the what? man versus girl statistic that every time a girl is against a guy in the final two, the guy has always won. I kind of would like to see that abolished. So I wouldn't be um, against bringing the man to final two because you can almost even use that as a talking point to say, listen, this has never been done. So maybe really think about it. Have I played a better game than this dude? Don't vote for him just because he's got testicles. Well, there could
2: be a lot of girls in the jury too. And guess what? Girls are emotional human beings. And if it gets to that point, I think the girls are still going to stick with the girls because I don't think there's going to be as much uh, no, you no girl
3: girls. I don't
2: know if you know girls well enough. Well, I mean, I, I would hope so.
3: No, it, 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 of it. I, it I
1: would of hope so. I would hope so. Cherry Pie, we want to know your your top three. Well, I wish I could, but we're down to our last few minutes, and we need to say proper goodbyes, and I need to talk oh, about. Oh, see, I knew um, you would pull this stuff. You're going to do this. Fi- the top three when we get to the final four, girl. I knew you were going to do this. I knew it our next week's show and mm-hmm. who's going to be on next week and our, well, actually this Thursday, we have a big show coming up this Thursday. James's roommate is going to be on. Um, so we have to talk about that and all kinds of things. I have okay. to talk about the guy who's doing our promos, our, our new uh, clips and all kinds of things they need to promote. So we need to start okay. saying our goodbyes and, all right, Cherry, I see you. Up, don't worry uh, about it because I'm
2: going to ask you the first minute into next week's show what your top three picks. So don't think you're going yeah, to hide, hide from one.
3: Cherry. You're trying to hide, her. You can't hide from Michelle. You should know that.
2: Yeah, she can't. You
3: know why? I'll give them to her. To the <laughs>
2: All right, we're, we're going to see that. Um, uh, Nick, thank you so much for calling in. Great questions, and um, thank you for for listening. And I hope we kept you entertained. Guys <laughs> <That's> were <what laughs> awesome. I'll you, you little put and pop, day. you. <laughs>
3: Good to hear from you, Nick. Nick, <laughs> it was so awesome hanging time. out
2: with you, too. Thank you so much for um, hanging out with me. And Yumi talks a lot and stuff, so um, thank
1: you so much. Just thank for being you.
4: you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thanks Bye. for holding on for
1: so long, too, Nick. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: Jason, 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 we got to go. We love you so much. And of course, you're going to have to come back in, a, you know, a few weeks uh, so that we can go over this whole debacle again, because you know there's going to be some more talks about Dingleberry. Oh, and honey, you know, it's
3: Dave Arn season. I'm not going to go away. I'm going to be out here in these BB streets. Look for me.
2: Yes, and, uh, you know, there's going to be people that we love that we talked about today that probably will change our heartstrings. And uh, so thank you so much, oh, Jason. Yeah. And We'll, we'll get you, you back you here me. and just say within the next few weeks to, to give us your insight because guess what? You give your insight better than anybody because it's you. Honey, I mean. mine is not insight. It's just trash talk. I like pudding. I
3: in. Okay, Bye. Bye. I love you so much, Bye, babe. Girl. I love you too. Bye, honey. Bye.
1: Take care, hon.
2: Cherry, I'm not going to forget, girl. I'm I'm putting a bow on my finger with a shoestring tied up that says cherry on it. Actually, I'm going to take a cherry and I'm going to tie it on my finger. All right, go ahead, guys. Don't forget, next week, guys, it's going to be on
1: Tuesday, so go ahead, Cherry. Go plug the other shows in. Well, first of all, I want to say that our new clip was made by J&J Technologies, and they're right here in St. Louis. They've been a great help and so kind in making our new clips, and Really just want to say thank you to them. If you have anything here in the St. Louis metropolitan area you do need in audio or security, they also do security in your home, uh, putting up cameras and all that kind of thing, call JJ Technologies. They are wonderful. So want to mention that. And next, this coming Thursday, um, in just a few days, Cowboy is having – James's roommate, his name is Jason as well. Um, on to talk to us all about James, and that's on our Big Brother 18 roundtable show. So hopefully everybody can be here for that. We may have Bree on as well. I can't promise it just yet, but we're trying to get Bree on the show as well, which is the mother of his daughter, and so that's going to be a great show and of course the show is going to be all about James and what he's doing in the house right now and what he was up to prior to going in the house and all that um, so it should be a really fun show and I hope everybody will join us for that and then next week Monday lands on 4th of July and Day. so we will we will be doing manic Mondays on Tuesday. It will be manic, manic Tuesday, Tuesday next week. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted just to remind everybody to make sure you're here with us on Tuesday next week for Michelle. Because and we will
2: have a past alumni on Cherry. I have so many people lined up that I will. Get let people know throughout the week who's gonna come up because I gotta figure i gotta everybody's like wanted to come on, so I gotta make sure I put them on <laughs> It's too many people I cut I know you've I mentioned can't.
1: a few names to me, and I'm wondering who it's gonna be because I know you've mentioned a few different names, and there's a few' I'm, I've got my fingers crossed for one or two um yeah, but working work now on it. yeah. I know, especially since you went to NYC. I know that you talked to a few up there, and oh yeah, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for a few of those. So,
2: well, you know, Um, we got ourselves a long summer ahead of us. We have plenty of Mondays, well slash one Tuesday coming up. Uh, Plenty of room for um, anybody to come back on. So, uh, I just got to spread it out. You know, I got to spread it out and make sure we don't over over book. And obviously. Um, you know, the past alumni's had a lot to say, so I want to keep it to just one a night because I want to let them be able to speak their mind like
1: Jason did tonight. All right. There was a couple of questions in the chat room that I wasn't able to get to for Jason. Um, I apologize. It Rebel was Dutch. a conversation <laughs> that Michelle and Jason needed to have, and I wasn't going to interrupt them. So I apologize that I couldn't get your questions in tonight. Um they were going strong. and I wasn't going to like interrupt two hours. them. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God, you'll have to, you'll have next. to tweet your questions to them on Twitter or something. Um, I just couldn't break into the conversation. So, but it was a great show. So we've we're down to ninety show. seconds. I'm going to say thank you, Michelle, for a great show, and I look forward to talking to you next Tuesday. Have a wonderful Fourth of July, everyone. Make we sure you come and join Stella, us this baby. Thursday. We're not going to forget about Stella. We love you and Stella. Ah, uh, thank you, sweetie. Make sure you join us you this Thursday you. for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show. Here's Ryan to take us out tonight. Thank you so much, Michelle. Love you, babe. Love you, guys.
0: I want to I finish off the show today. with the little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you, guys, and thank you all for coming in. Oh. God bless you, and thank
1: you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one with our Michelle. Everybody, take care. Uh-huh. As I said, be here Thursday, and have a wonderful Fourth of July. That's Watch out for dingleberries and eat some pudding. Love you guys. <laughs> <Say goodnight. laughs> Say goodnight, Good night. Good
2: night, Michelle. Good night, pudding
1: pops. Good night. God bless everybody. Be kind to each other out there.